again, everyone. Welcome to yet another edition of Alpharetta Tech Talk. I'm John Ray, and we are in Alpharetta. We're not in the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank as we usually are. We're in a new normal, but uh, we're uh, in, in Alpharetta in a nice, safe location and excited about being here today. We'll get to our guest in a moment, but I want to uh, remind you that we love Renaissance Bank, even though we can't be there right now. And Renaissance Bank has all the mobile applications that you need, whether it's your friends, your family, or your life. Renaissance understands how you bank and offer those mobile services you need. Renaissance also knows that sometimes you need to speak to real people with real answers, and they have real offices. You can find 190 convenient locations throughout the South ready to serve you. Call ahead and check in with them. Uh, for more information, go to renaissancebank.com. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Sam Perkins. Sam is the CEO of Purgenics, and Sam is as timely as anything can be right now. Sam, welcome. Thank you very much, John. I appreciate the opportunity to speak with you here from uh, a safe zone in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, all right. You're on the phone from Nashville and uh, company headquartered here in Alpharetta, but you're working out of Nashville because that's really kind of uh, a little bit of ground zero in terms of what you do, right? It is. It's the. It's really the the epicenter of uh, healthcare in the United States, and this is where we need to be. And our our presence here is actually quite timely. So let's get into it. Uh, talk a little bit about Purgenics. Uh, how are you helping folks? You know, I think, John, the best way to summarize it is, is really our mission. And if, if you believe that, uh, that catching something in a hospital, getting an infection in a hospital is, is probably one of the greatest fears, I think especially right now in these times, then what you do is you really understand our mission. And that is that we create an air handling system performance that we are able to remove these uh, germ agents inside the air system and then block them from being able to be spread around the hospital again. And, and that is our underlying mission. And that impact when you do it across the entire hospital creates a pure hospital. So you the way you help uh, hospitals is, uh, I guess you're you're installing really aftermarket technology in in to the air handling systems, correct? That's right. So what we have, John, is um, we have a patented platform of an array of of ultraviolet lamps. That array, with our patent, is able to smooth or create a curtain of energy inside the air system. And because where we do it, we place that at the pivot point of all air in the air handling unit around what's called the cooling coil. And we, um, we then design the energy field to eliminate. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm at home with the dog. Absolutely. And, and, and that's okay. So, <laughs> uh, we, we eliminate those pathogens, um, um, in, in the course of that. Uh, by by being able to remove it and we can design it at different levels of energy depending upon what's needed so you, uh, 
Puregenics has been around a while. You've had this technology for a while. Uh, uh, and before the coronavirus came along, we'll get to that in a second. Of course, that's extraordinarily timely. Um, but the airborne pathogens are a big problem in hospitals uh, generally. Yeah, that's right. I think um, if, if you were to spend some time, I think the best uh, example of the impact that we can have is at a hospital in Cynthiana, Kentucky, which is really the first pure hospital. And I'd, I'd recommend your listeners go and check out their Facebook page, um, their Instagram feed and other such social media to see the impact of pure hospital. What we, what we did there was three years ago, we installed um, uh, uh, our system inside of every air handling unit. And by doing so, you know, I think the CEO best summarizes it by, by the reason for it. She said, we have, we've had quarters before where we've had um, zero infections, but they believed that this was the next layer through which they could then take all of the great practices and get a more consistent zero infection ratio. And if you're interested, I'll be happy to share with you what, they, what happened over the last three years. Yeah, that would be great. And folks, we'll put this uh, links to this in the show notes as well. But yeah, we would love for you to share that, Sam. So what's curious is, is that they, they're a hospital that has gone uh, in the medical world with zero hospital acquired pneumonias. Um, when I last met with them in April in person, um, that's, that's an astounding record, but there's more. Um, they also have gone uh, a thousand days with zero central line infections. That is an amazing uh, statistic as well, but they're not finished. They, they went um, seven out of 10 quarters with zero surgical site infections. So before this moment in time where we're confronting the COVID-19, um, they were already having these outstanding um, infection rates over the past period of time. So several things to pull out of that, but again, before we get to COVID-19, let's just, even before we get to that, let's talk about what is the, there's a huge branding impact on that for the hospital, but address that if you would. And also what's the financial impact? Cause it's gotta be, it's gotta be tr- tremendous for them. Yeah. Oh, it, it, it is. So let, let's, let's talk about the first, the emotional part of this. Um, and, and, and if you take a look at their social media page, in particular the last two weeks and, and a news story that was done on March 9th, what they're talking about is, is that they can now talk about being a safer environment. All of their media is saying that over the last two weeks in particular. They're safer because they're a pure hospital. And I, I think a great way of being able to say it is that, it, that after the hands are washed, the surfaces are cleaned, the CDC protocols are followed, Pure Hospital assures that as you go through that hospital, that you're actually in the safest environment. And, and that emotional piece of what we talk about with Pure Hospital, uh, they are using in Harrison Memorial to reassure the reality that they are a safer hospital. So that's the emotional part of it. The, the financial piece is pretty significant, too. Uh, Sheila Currens, uh, the CEO at Harrison Memorial, has shared that they had already seen, um, after a year and a half, uh, a reduction in their infection control costs. Um, and, and the impact on absenteeism, while unmeasured, um, the, the, the employees are very happy working in that environment because they, too, are safer. It's not, remember, 
we, we do have people on the front lines who are taking care of us in that hospital and they're being exposed to this too. And we're helping them be safer in that hospital. And that's an important piece for employees. I mean, we're, the question is, where would you rather work, a pure hospital or the other hospital? Another emotional piece. But the financial aspect of it, too, is, is that because of that, the employees are healthier. You have an impact on employee absenteeism. Um, but there's another hard cost piece that, that has not as much to do with the infection prevention. But because of where we do it in the air handling units, there are actually some very significant energy savings. And, and operating savings from cleaning the systems and replacing filters that go away. And, and they, in fact, paid for this system alone. And, and they recognize that there at Harrison Memorial. Hmm. And there are plenty of studies out there uh, relatedly that employees that feel good about where they work, that translates into bottom line performance. Oh, oh yeah. There's, there's no doubt. Um, we did a social media promotion, if you will, um, a year ago, where there is a, a restaurant in town, Banky's. It's one of the oldest, uh, one of the oldest restaurants in, in all of Kentucky. Banky's is a wonderful little place. Uh, I love visiting there when I'm in town, visiting them. And we went and bought uh, two one hundred dollar uh, gift cards to Banky's, and in in that uh, we had one for the community and one for the employees. And all we ask them to do is take a picture next to one of the banners uh, that proclaims that they're a pure hospital. One says, you know, shouldn't your baby's air be pure? The picture of a baby and a mom. Take your picture next to that banner, uh, tag Harrison Memorial Hospital, put the hashtag pure hospital, which is P-U-R-H-O-S-P-I-T-A-L, and put it on social media and you have an entry to win that gift card. Well, we had somewhere around 156 employees do that with comments on social media, such as I am so happy that my hospital where I work cares as much about me as we do about our patients. That was a powerful message. And that was affirmation of exactly what you're talking about. That's awesome. Uh, Folks, if you just joined us, we're speaking with Sam Perkins and Sam is the chief executive officer of Pure Genics. Um, So Sam, you uh, have installations, uh, it's amazing the list of, if I can just read a few, uh, the list of uh, installations that you have uh, beyond um, Harrison. I mean, that includes Emory, Wellstar, UHS, Aiken, um, Baptist Health. Um, that's a pretty impressive client list. Yeah, well, where we where we were is we've been demonstrating the power of this. You know, it, until COVID-19, I had a rather difficult challenge explaining to everybody the invisible enemy they were fighting the germs right right i think covid-19 has raised awareness around this and in, in, in before we're talking about solving problems of c diff which redistributes in a hospital we solved that for somebody um MRSA um, we can go on with a list of nasty um germs that are in hospitals that cause these um these problems that we we help eliminate um from the air system and we were doing uh, individual installations. It's, it's really the change that we had three years ago over to Pure Hospital saying, hey, this is not about a single part. You need an entire protective envelope across the entire hospital. And then you can talk about it because, you know, the funny thing about air is it doesn't know how to stay place, stay in one place. It moves around. <laughs> um, right. So covering the whole hospital makes a difference. And that, that's, that's sort of what happens. So Harris Memorial is our first Pure Hospital. 
But if, if I may, um, the, the hospital in Georgia that people may be interested in, our technology is throughout the Paulding Hospital. Now, they did not choose to take the uh, Pure Hospital branding, and so they're not a Pure Hospital, but they, they, they could be. And um, what I do like is that when that hospital was built and introduced, I love how Mark Haney, who's now retired from uh, Wellstar, uh, introduced to all of, of Georgia, in essence, on WSBT Channel 2, the hospital from the mechanical room. I mean, when have you ever seen that before, John? Mm, yeah, really. <laughs> Normally, they're in the atrium, right? You want to go to the pretty place. Exactly. With all the potted yeah. plants, right? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> instead, he decided that the pretty place was actually down in the mechanical room showing our system on, on TV. This happened, what, six years ago when they opened that hospital? Wow. And and, he's, and I love his statement. He said, look, this, this building, this, this hospital is designed as an infection prevention tool from the outset. We still have to do the basics, but now we have the building working for us. That's a powerful statement. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, in most instances, John, what, what's happening is not only, you know, you're washing your hands, cleaning the surfaces, um, and, and, and what's happening is, is you've got to remember that you're doing this in an environment with the, the, the rebroadcast of, of this throughout the building, and, and that's what we're preventing. And so just to clarify, um, you've got all these installations, and, and, and they're various parts of that particular institution or a location. So uh, you mentioned Wellstar uh, Paulding. Uh, you, you know, there's just certain aspects of that uh, property that that you cover, but the Harrison installation was noteworthy because you cover the entire facility. Um, that's right. Yeah, and and so that's really that's really where you're going with the company in terms of branding uh, an entire uh, facility, a pure hospital. That's right. So part of what we're doing, quite frankly, is is, is that we are. We're, 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 we're designing and building and installing. We're maintaining the system to make sure, because part of the Pure Hospitals, we're certifying it's going to perform to the standards to which we are going, that we said that it will perform. And so the Pure Hospital is about the reassurance that system is operating as designed. Right, right. And so that's part of it. So, so part of it is, that, you know, Wellstar Paulding um, has a medical office building attached to it. We did not put our systems into the medical office building. So that's part of it, too, is they could become a pure hospital pretty quickly by covering that and, and such. So that's an example. Mm-hmm. You know, over at UHS Aiken um, with the Universal Health Services, um, we did all their surgical suite. And while they're much safer, you know, again, it's not the it's not the whole hospital that's covered. So why don't we talk about return on investment? Because that's really what it's all about for certainly the, the healthcare industry that we're they're, they're squeezed in terms of their uh, returns and, and profits, just like everyone else. Uh, they're looking for the best return they can get. Why, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because that's a compelling part of your story, it seems to me. No, there's, it's, there's so many multiple paybacks. Um, let, me, let, me break them, uh, let me break it out into, into three areas. And I think most importantly, let's, let's start with the, the, the leader around Pure Hospital, the impact on infections. We, we talked about that. And the important thing is, is that um, let's start look at the infection rate in the United States, about 900,000, slightly less than 900,000 hospital beds. 
1.7 million infections in hospitals a year and 100,000 people die from them. So that's a one in 17 probability of death if you get an infection in a hospital, right? Mm. So every hospital bed then, if you're average, represents just slightly less than two infections. So every, every 17 infections that we block, there's a life that's been saved. Um, the cost of, of, of fighting an infection for a hospital is about $16,000 per infection. If we block those infections, that's an immediate return to them. Um, we certainly, it's the impact on families too. Um, how about the patients? You know, let me speak to that person. I had a hip replacement three years ago as a result of a mountain bike accident that I had. And um, they found an infection. I asked to see the records and I understood that it came from the environment and it was not from the infection uh, of, of a body or a human. Um, never confirmed that I had it, but guess what I had to do, John? Mm. What's that? I had, to, <laughs> well, I had to follow a six week course of antibiotics three times a day, followed by probiotics two hours after. Mm. And I had to do that for six weeks. Now that's when you get an infection. 1.7 million people are having to go through this infection fight. Yeah. And it, it's no fun. I right. know this. So this this mission became very personal in that moment, <laughs> let me assure you. For sure. Um, yeah. So now we come back. I think the third area is employees. And and, and for employees, uh, it's it's an issue of, of absenteeism. Um, we've seen reductions of absenteeism uh, anecdotally from 5 to 30%. That's pretty dramatic. And, and the cost of replacing employees is, is significant in a hospital. Um, and while we can't frame exactly what that number is, because there's not enough experience with pure hospitals yet, but it's a clear benefit that comes. Very measurable uh, impacts. I'll put it in, in, in three subparts of, of the, the financial area, energy, operating, and capital. So on the, uh, on the energy side, you have all these giant fans and these big chillers that are operating, and they are probably up to uh, 40% of the total energy bill, maybe 50 in mm. many instances in the hospital. And, and because of what we do, we slow fans down. We make uh, chillers operate more efficiently, um, and, and that is a very, very big number. We can, we can pretty much... Uh, assure in every instance you're going to see about a three to six percent reduction in total building energy from what we do. Um, so that's the the energy side. Operating savings come in the form of these these giant cooling coils. Uh, you know, just just think about your home air air unit where you see these silver coils and things. Those those that's where the heat exchange happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in hospitals, they got to clean them once, twice, sometimes four times a year. They don't have to do that anymore after we've installed. So that's a significant savings on that. And then these things called HEPA filters. Uh, those are these these uh, filters are after the system to take out all these these pathogens. That's been the standard for years. But they change them out every quarter, uh, you know, maybe twice, four times a year. Mm-hmm. We have one customer that hasn't changed their HEPA filters for three years. That's a significant savings. Um, in the cost of those filters and the labor required to go put them in, take them out. And let's not forget about waste and disposal too. Sure. Sure. So all those are savings. And finally, here, here's an interesting one. Um, we installed at Washington and Lee university. So this is universal. It doesn't matter what the setting is. Um, but the capital piece of it is interesting. They had a hundred thousand giant systems called a hundred thousand CFM is how we, we tell them. So it'd be about for them, 2.4 million to replace it. Mm-hmm. 
Well, if you're a for-profit system, um, if I make those two air handling units operate longer, this is where we get a little bit technical in the ROI, but if I take systems, $2.4 million worth of systems that you are going to replace, and you don't have to replace them now because of what we do, we return them to performance. That 2.4 million, if you have a return on equity in your for-profit company, is worth a quarter million dollars a year to you because you redeploy it into areas where you can drive profit uh, mm-hmm. rather than a sunk cost like an air system. So those are the three things, energy, operating costs, uh, a, a capital cost, combine that with absenteeism and infections. It's a powerful ROI, John. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of mind-boggling, and something tells me that you've got um, a way. I mean, every every hospital is different. Something tells me you've got a way to kind of plug in the variables and show what the ROI is, and or the average internal rate of return for that investment. Absolutely. In fact, we make it so it's it's virtually out of no out of pocket cost. Uh, plus, it's, it's beautiful. We're doing this interview, you and Georgia. We had one project where Georgia Power um, had granted us a pre-approval for a rebate, an energy rebate. So we were able to come back and say, hey, customer, um, not only are we going to make this so that your cost is spread across 60 months, we're going to align that to all these savings that you have. We'll guarantee on the energy and operating side that you will not be out of pocket. All these other benefits will be for free. Oh, and by the way, here's a check from Georgia Power. (laughs) You can't beat that deal. Uh, that's well, awesome. True. Yeah. Wow. Um, terrific. Uh, folks, we're speaking with Sam Perkins and he, Sam is the CEO of Puregenics. So Sam, we, we've, uh, walked all around the issue, but we need to dive into COVID-19 because you offer solutions there as well. Yes. Well, yeah, thank you. Yes. Yes, John. And, and, because of the way we design our systems, we're able to eliminate in one single pass um, uh, 70% of the COVID-19 in a single pass in the air. Um, it's significant because the Daily Mail published an article, I think week before last, that they're finding COVID-19 in air handling ducts. Um, that we now saw last, uh, in this week, in fact, that, uh, they're, they're finding it can last in the air for up to three days. That's the best estimate they have, by the way. Right. I believe, I believe it may be higher. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, we're in a place where, um, we are going to be able to address the unknown. Let's face it. Uh, it, it can last on surfaces. Um, I've seen some people say up to eight days. So think of it as if it goes airborne for, for three days, there are 96 air chains in a hospital, changes in a hospital. Think about that. Mm. 96 air changes for an hour for three days. You're approaching 300 opportunities for COVID-19 to be redistributed throughout that hospital. Wow. Um, I mean, that's all theoretical, mind you, but it's possible. And so as a result, that's just what, what we're dealing with. Um, and so in the midst of all this, um, we are addressing it in that fashion, but more, here's another important part of it though. And we don't know what the answer is yet. That's, that's the challenge, but at least at Harrison Memorial that they're likely to have a better answer than most. And that's this, 
Once you have a, a person with COVID-19, their immune system is obviously compromised, making them more susceptible to guess what? Other infections, secondary infections. Um, it's, you're going to be hard pressed to find a better environment in which to fight COVID-19 than Harrison Memorial Hospital because of their infection rate that they've had that's been so low for three years. The, the exciting part about it is, um, and so it's, it's, it's something where, um, I, uh, uh, where I can um, uh, address it directly. Mm. frankly. Right. And right. sorry for the dogs barking, but they're, they're kind of over <laughs> at the back door and I'm not. Well, they're, they're uh, <laughs> we're getting you, back. We're going to, we're going we're gonna to live with this. It's kind of like, you know, you, you're used to being in a studio setting. Of course. And, and we're just, we're just where we are today. I just assumed some, there were some hospital folks knocking at the back door and they were barking at that. So, <laughs> so that's, they're, they're breaking the door yeah, down to get in here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They're looking for you because they, they, you've got some answers to the problems they've got. So that's great. Yeah. That's great. So yeah. talk about what this involves because when you're talking about, uh, I mean, you're not replacing an, an air handling system, but you're, you are doing an installation. What does that involve? How long does it take? Uh, In other words, how quickly can you bring a solution to a hospital's issues? Well, um, it requires design. So how quickly can you build a building? You first have to make sure that you have the structural structural engineer on it, right? So in order to get this airborne, every air handling system has a very, very different performance um, metric, different air velocities and speed. uh, different temperatures, all this impacts um, uh, how you're going to design it. And so we do an assessment of the air handling unit. And then from there, the implementation can be pretty, pretty fast. Uh, we, we can. So, for example, at Harrison Memorial Hospital, um, once we had the, uh, the, the pre-engineering completed and we uh, manufactured the system specifically for each air handling unit and installed them from, from beginning to end, it was about nine weeks. Um, which is pretty fast for a custom delivery of a solution. Oh, wow. Absolutely. Um, and then after the installation, judging by what you've done with Harrison, uh, you're keeping pretty close tabs on the payback of that installation. Yeah, that's right. Well, we are. Uh, they're, they're a smaller hospital. They don't have specifics, but they'll tell you, for example, that their air handling systems have, have have dropped by 20% in terms of their energy consumption. And uh, since that comprises about um, uh, 50% of their energy consumption at the hot, that particular hospital, um, they've seen a 10% reduction in their energy cost. Um, now, now the reality of it is that they don't see it completely because they put a brand new section on the building. Mm. Uh, we, we installed across that one new air handling unit, but the remaining 13 or so, um, we're all old ones and they have energy recovery on all of those. And we, we stopped the new one from becoming, um, shall I say impaired? Ah, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, so just trying to get at with this question, who is a good fit, uh, for your, um, the technology you bring to bear it. I mean, Harrison's a, a smaller hospital in the, in the, scheme of things. I mean, how big of a hospital plant can you service? Oh, we can in any hospital, frankly. Mm. Um, 
now we're gonna we're gonna have to. Uh, this is a unique point in time, and uh, I look forward to the the issue of how to scale. Frankly, mm. and I think that COVID nineteen has created a background for a conversation around the invisible enemy that has never been there before. You know, and cert- certainly our entire economy has been disrupted by an invisible enemy. Um, it now makes the point that why are we getting all these infections in hospitals? And while it may be finally transmitted by touch, the question is how to get there. Mm. Um, and, and my answer has been uh, that don't think of an air system as something you're breathing in, but think of it more like a shower of germs coming down on top of you. Stop the shower, stop the infections. If it's not there, it can't be transmitted. So uh, I think that conversation has changed because of this COVID-19 um, and the things that are happening, because now people understand, hey, maybe we do have an invisible energy and we want to be more like Mark Haney and have a building working for us, not against us. Yes. So the, the answer is any hospital. But, you know, there are other applications. Um, you're sitting in, in, in Georgia and I've, I've always wanted to and I've not had the opportunity to get to the, the uh, Georgia Aquarium. Think about this for a moment, John. I suspect that all the mammals that are inside that aquarium have to be fed. Um, probably some antifungals and antibiotics. Um, and, and why would that be? Um, and you think about it, any, any mammal out in the middle of, of the ocean that's been playing around or, or even penguins, um, you know, they don't deal with airborne, they don't deal with fungus or human bacteria. And, and you're putting them into a building where there are a whole bunch of humans. And, and, and Charles Schultz, by the way, almost had it right with his characters. So here, here you go. You'll, you'll, I think you'll like this is that, <laughs> The best image to have is everybody's a pig pen. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody wants to hear that, but it's true, right? It is true. Right. So he almost had it right. He just didn't, you know, the the cloud that you're carrying just varies and you just don't want to be around someone who has a cloud of COVID-19 right now. That's that's kind of the way. Think of it as a pig pen. Sure. Um, So as you take all this collection of people into the Georgia Aquarium, um, one, you, you have the same kind of recirculation system. We did we did put a system in there uh, a long time ago for one one installation, but they need to cover the, for example, covering the entire aquarium would be great. Can you imagine pure aquarium? And, and it didn't quite smell like an aquarium because we, al- we, we alter that environment just like in a hospital. Um, or how about another one? A corporate headquarters. So you have people coming internationally, at least you used to, uh, internationally in your headquarters, you don't know what they're carrying, what illness there is. And that corporate headquarters is not designed any differently than a hospital other than they're not using HEPA filters. And so these same germs as pig pens come in and out of the corporate headquarters, their germs are going up in the air system, festering, growing, and being redistributed. Um, we had one customer a long, long time ago, John, um, who had a, 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 an employee that came up and said, hey, I got this sickness from being in this building. And they took that employee upstairs, showed them the installation that we had and said, you did not get it here because that does not get through this. Mm. Right? Yeah, wow. So I think there's going to be a potential in the area of corporate headquarters. There's going to be an, a potential for aquariums in particular. And, and how about the fact that we're in 37 buildings on the Emory campus? Um, they're not pure buildings. They'd be pure bu- building eligible. And and the largest, by the way, Emory has the largest collection of pure building eligible buildings in the United States. Mm. Um, second is Washington and Lee uh, University. Um, but now imagine you're a parent and you're sending your child off to college. Well, they shut them down. Why? Well, because they're in buildings where they could share. And what if you could block the sharing 
through peer building. Right. Wow. There are a lot of applications, but right now I think if I had to choose between, you know, capacity, I'm going to throw it at healthcare because that's our most vulnerable population right now. And, 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 and we would have to figure out how to expand out to those others. Cause I, I have a sense in about two to three months, we're going to have a line. Yeah. Sounds like it. Um, Sam Perkins is with us folks, CEO of pure genics. Uh, Sam, this has been awesome. Um, Maybe we ought to let you go and take calls from hospitals at this point. But for, 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 uh, actually, this is kind of funny, John, but uh, the investment bankers that wouldn't take my phone call three weeks ago are now calling me. Ah, uh, imagine that. <laughs> Nothing like an opportunistic investment banker, right? Well, let's, let's face it. They're, they're in it to make a profit, right? Of course, of course. Uh, they're I'm, in- I'm happy to take their calls because I'm having very nice conversations about something I love, which is we're, we're, we're protecting patients and people inside of hospitals. And when you have that as a mission, that's a pretty awesome life, let me tell you. So true. Um, outstanding. Sam Perkins, uh, folks, CEO of Purigenics. So Sam, for those that would like more information, would like to be in touch, tell them how they can do that. Sure. If, uh, if you have Twitter, uh, I have a funny name, but it's at 351, T-H-R-E-E, 50-O-N-E. You can certainly connect with me on LinkedIn um, and, and just let, let me know in both instances that you heard me on this program and I'll connect with you. Um, you can, I get several requests, as you might imagine, but if, if you heard on the radio show and you want to connect, just let me know and we'll connect there. You always DM me on that. Uh, otherwise, uh, if you want more information directly, you can always reach me on my email address, which is sam at puregenics, P-U-R-G-E-N-I-X dot net. Awesome. Sam Perkins, thanks for being with us. John, it was a pleasure. Thank you for helping us um, spread that there is good news, even in these times. Absolutely. Thanks again. Thank you. Folks, just a reminder that you can listen to this show every Thursday morning live at 1130. If you miss any of our live shows, and we also have special shows throughout the week. Uh, But if you miss any of our shows, uh, we're podcast-based. You can find us on all the major podcast platforms. That's Apple, Google, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, um, Overcast, happens to be my favorite, we're even on YouTube. So just check us out on any of your favorite podcast, uh, apps. Uh, also we're online at alpharetatechtalk.com. You can find our complete archive of shows there and follow us on social media channels. Uh, North Fulton BRX are our, is our handle on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn. So for my guest, Sam Perkins, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Alpharetta Tech Talk.